Hello and welcome to the Top Story, a podcast that brings you the headlines of the day with the help of our correspondents from around the world. I'm Tian Yu. Coming up in this edition, Italia has left 300,000 people in Florida without power. Benin's president is paying a state visit in China, and the military junta in Gabon has named the head of the presidential guard as the country's transitional leader. We begin in the United States. Idalia has weakened to a tropical storm, but is still moving across the southeast. It was the strongest storm to hit Florida in over a hundred years. Some 300,000 people were left without power. National Guard troops are in place to help with emergencies. Nisa Soda Perez reports from Perry in the Big Bend area. It's traveling into Georgia from northern Florida. It's Pounding the southeast of the country with heavy rains and powerful winds. I'm located、uh, in Perry City. This is just a few kilometers away from where the hurricane made landfall this、uh, Wednesday morning. What we're seeing is down trees, down power lines. Around 300,000 people are without power at this time. Almost 5,000 Floridians. Are staying in shelters.、Uh, what we're not seeing is a lot of structural damage. This was more of a rain event, a water event. Severe flooding in Tampa,、uh, Tarpon Springs. 75 people had to be rescued in the area of St. Petersburg. We're also getting reports that two coastal communities, Cedar Key, Astinhatchee, are completely underwater. They had a storm surge of almost four meters high. We tried to access those two communities. We will try later、uh, to see how these people are faring. But again, this is more of a water event. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis、uh, has been、uh, having press conferences throughout the day, reassuring the public that help is on the way. That was Nisasota Perez reporting. Still in the Americas, severe drought has caused a backlog in the Panama Canal. 150 vessels are stuck in the critical shipping artery connecting the Atlantic and the Pacific. Michelle Beggy reports. Panama, one of the wettest countries in the world, is now facing one of its driest seasons on record. The drought is affecting operations at the Panama Canal, where fresh water flow is vital to its lock system. The ships passing through now face restrictions, creating long queues. We went from 38 ships a day to 32, and also a restriction on size, with a maximum draft of 13 meters down from 15 meters. This means they need to pass with less merchandise, and they need to wait 15 days for authorization to pass through the canal. One hydrologist in Panama specializing in climate change says experts have been researching much-needed long-term solutions to improve water efficiency. In 2019 to 2020, the Panama Canal also experienced drought conditions. We have to prepare ourselves. We have to work to assure the future and work on the uncertainty that is produced by climate change and the effects of weather phenomena like El Nino. And how this affects the water supply of the canal. Officials say the severity of this drought has no precedence, and they've extended shipping restrictions for at least another 10 months. For more than a century, the interoceanic highway has shortened shipping routes, thanks to a series of lock gates that lift vessels above sea level and guide them across the Panama Isthmus. 
connecting the Pacific Ocean with the Atlantic Ocean. The waterway links more than 1,900 ports across 170 countries. The drought-related restrictions that started earlier this year have affected all types of goods, from food, medicine, toys, solar panels, to commodities like copper and liquid gas. One economist says this is just one example of how drastic changes in our world's climate will begin to have major impacts on our economy, especially in the goods supply chain. Two-thirds of the goods that travel through the canal go to the U.S., so in this moment it could generate an inflation problem because many of these products are tied to Black Friday and holiday shopping, so it could make the price of goods go up because of added transit costs and lengths. That was a report on the impact of climate change on international shipping and supplies. And more on extreme weather in China. China has issued the highest typhoon warning at Saola Kraus closer to the country's southern coastline. It is forecast to reach the area between Guangdong on the mainland and Hong Kong on Friday. Guangdong province has upgraded its response in preparation for strong winds and rains. Meanwhile, another typhoon has formed and could affect the East China Sea as early as this weekend. Wang Tianyi takes a look at these two weather systems from the China Meteorological Administration. Zella is expected to move towards into the north by west direction in the coming days with a rather slow speed. It is likely to make its landfall somewhere between Huilai, Guangdong, and Hong Kong. And the approach of Sela will pose a great danger to the coastal regions, as the majority of them are likely to brace for rather gusty winds up to seven gulfers or even heavier. Flooding rain will be another major concern, especially for the majority of Guangdong. We are likely to see numerous amounts of torrential, if not extremely torrential, amounts of rain in the forecast. And meanwhile, the development of another typhoon Haikui will possibly restrain Sela's power in the near future. Future. And usually, when two tropical storms move close to each other within a distance less than 1,000 kilometers, there could see a double typhoon effect. And either the smaller one get absorbed by the larger one, or these two individuals will eventually move away from each other. And currently, Haikui is forecast to move towards into the north by west direction in the near future, approaching southeast China seaboard early next week. One thing to be sure is that there could see quite a lot of typhoon forest threats, including flooding rain as well as damaging winds in the near future. That was Wang Tianyi on two approaching typhoons and their possible impacts on China. Staying in China, the president of Benin, Petrus Talon, has arrived in Beijing for a four-day state visit. Talon is the first president from the African country to visit China in five years. Sun Ye has more. China's foreign ministry has said this visit will further deepen the already close ties between the two countries as well as the ties between China and Africa. Also, Chinese foreign ministry says the African leader will attend the global summit for the service trade fair that will kick off this Saturday in Beijing. This is the first visit by the Berlin president since 2018. He was last here for the China-Africa Cooperation Forum in 2018. And this visit also comes as the two countries marked last year the 50th anniversary of free instatement of bilateral ties. That was in 1972. And Chinese foreign ministry had said over that period, the two countries had a good 
growth momentum and a deep and high level of political trust, and has enjoined fruitful cooperation and coordination across spectrum. That was Sun Ye reporting on China-Benin ties. Moving on to Africa, the military junta in Gabon has named the head of the Presidential Guard as the transitional leader in the Central African country following a coup. General Bryce Oligwe Nguma became commander in chief of the Republican Guard in 2019. Military officers earlier said they had seized power after President Ali Bongo Ondimba won a third term as president. The president is now under house arrest and is calling on the people to support him. People here have arrested me and my family. My son is somewhere. My wife is is another place, and. I'm at the residence right now. I'm at the residence, and nothing happening. Nothing is happening. I don't know what what's going on. So I'm calling you to make noise, to make noise, to make noise. Really, the international community has voiced concerns over Wednesday's coup, with the African Union condemning the move as a flagrant violation of the organization's legal and political instruments. Now a recap of the top stories. Idalia has left 300,000 people in Florida without power. Benin's president is paying a state visit to China, and the military junta in Gabon has named the head of the Presidential Guard as the country's transitional leader. And that concludes this edition of the Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports, and culture, you can subscribe to the Beijing Hour. A one-hour podcast news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Tian Yu. Thank you for listening.